Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome back to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. We are joined by the President of the United Nations Women, Aotearoa, New Zealand, which is Suzanne McNabb. Welcome, Suzanne. How are you? Thank you, Catherine. Very well. And how is your world looking today? Uh, well, it's very sunny, which is lovely, given the morning wasn't. I'm talking to you from Christchurch. So it's the kind of afternoon when lots of people are out walking, their dogs or their families. Yeah. Nice to see so many families, as you were saying before, to see so many families out uh, together, united on the walking front. Yes, I think that's noticeably different, that when you do go out for a walk, you see lots of families. And I don't recall having seen that before. So that's, I guess, one really positive outcome of um, families spending more time together and not being able to go out in their cars. And doing things together. Yes. Um, so I'd love for you to be able to share a bit more about what your call to adventure was to joining uh, the United Way uh, oh, goodness, the United Nations Women Aotearoa New Zealand, um, which obviously probably started many years before you even joined the UN. Can you tell us about that? Yes, sure. Um, it goes back really to five years ago. Well, I suppose in truth it goes even further back, but perhaps that's a marker five years ago when I was invited to go to a UN meeting in Thailand. It was my first experience of the UN um, and I was really moved by being at that meeting and I guess by what I saw of what I saw as the power of possibility. Sure, sometimes it was pretty difficult at that meeting, but when countries worked together and arrived at a consensus about what was the future for women, then it really felt powerful. And so this meeting was a review of Beijing, which was the first ever World Women's Conference, and that set a platform for action. So the meeting I went to was reviewing those actions after 20 years. Um, so when I came back to New Zealand, I thought I want to be part of this in some way. So I looked at the board of UN Women and put myself forward as a member of the board. And so I worked as a member of the board for three years. And in the last year was invited to join the executive. And then after that, 
with encouragement, for, of course, from some very good women, I stood as president of UN Women, and that was in September 2018. And so what are the key mandates of your role as president uh, here in New Zealand and also the role, I guess, of the United Nations Women here in New Zealand? Yes, well, our role is very much linked to the role of UN Women globally. And so that UN Women globally is the United Nations entity that focuses on gender equality and the empowerment of women. And so here in New Zealand, that's what we work on as well. And of course that can take many different shapes. Essentially that there are four key platforms that UN Women are focusing on as part of this four-year strategic plan. So one of them links very closely, I think, with entrepreneurial women with purpose, and that is the economic empowerment of women. One is the leadership and political engagement of women. The third is focused on the elimination of violence against women. And the fourth is on gender responsiveness in times of disaster. So, of course, at the moment, that is a highly relevant focus of action. And so talking about one of those pillars being the economic empowerment of women, and that's obviously got close ties to what we are doing with entrepreneurial women with purpose. And obviously part of our focus and around our purpose is around uh, supporting UN women with all of the profit that we generate from the launch series of our um, now digital events uh, to go towards women's economic empowerment into the Pacific. Can you tell me a bit more about some of those projects that are happening now in the Pacific that the UN is a part of? Yes. Well, I was really lucky to go to a meeting in Fiji. So that's where the uh, UN office the, is based for the Pacific. Uh, it's based in Fiji. And so all of the national committees around the world went to a meeting in Fiji. And in particular, one of the projects that they operate there is called Markets for Change. And that project, it's a long-term project. And for me, that's one of the benefits of the work of UN Women is that they are longer-term and developmental projects. So... Um, markets for Change is located in the markets and anyone who's been on a visit to Fiji or in fact any number of the Pacific Islands will have visited those markets. They are primarily produce-based markets but actually there are lots of handcrafts so certainly for people from New Zealand and Australia I think 
the markets are a bit of a magnet. But probably what is not visible to tourists is that for a lot of these, I think something like 90% of the market vendors are women. And of course, many of these women come from rural areas in order to bring their produce to market. Some of them take two days to get to the market, which is mostly Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So UN Women's Project there started with the fact that for many of those women, when they arrived at the market with their produce, actually they had nowhere to go. Sometimes they had to bring their small children with them because perhaps they were uh, parenting alone. And so there was quite a lot of violence against women, uh, harassment. Some of the women were sleeping, well, some of them had to sleep near their stalls to protect their produce for the next day. So whilst the program started with the basics, if you like, of trying to improve the security and safety of women taking their produce to the markets, and that included such things as building hostels, it's developed way more from that. And, you know, one of the privileges I had really was to meet some of the women who had, you'd, you'd have to say, just blossomed as a result of being part of the UN Women Programme. So there were a number of them. I'm smiling as I'm telling you this because I can see the picture of this woman who spoke to us. You know, we had several um, semi-formal encounters and meetings. And this particular woman spoke to us and said, you would sort of along the lines of, you wouldn't have thought I'd be standing up here, would you? Um, and she talked about the fact that once she'd sort of ensured that she was safe and could look after her children at the market or perhaps have the children in care, she started to ask some questions about the market as to, well, why haven't we got a place to stay? You know, why, why isn't there better security at the market? And then she started, or the women generally started saying, well, who makes the decisions about the market? And of course, they come to the conclusion that there's a council. Actually, <laughs> you'd laugh, there's a master of the market. And so then they start to question, well, these are all the men making the decisions, but actually the vendors are women. So how does this work? And so then UN Women established a program to help the women understand the regulations, if you like, and also to support them to be able to raise their questions, speak out at meetings, and then, of course, become members of the council. 
and this particular woman had become, well, they no longer could call her position the master of the market, but basically um, the head of the market. So, I mean, I, I just found that sort of programme completely inspiring that these ordinary women actually were far beyond ordinary. They had inside them a strength. It just needed support and encouragement and some guidance, and, but actually, essentially, what it did was bring out what was in them there already and nurture it. So I guess... Mm. Yeah. Those innate qualities. Yes, yes. And I guess, you know, that's a little bit similar for entrepreneurial women with purpose, that um, that's partly about nurturing what is there, providing some guidance and support maybe, but actually... Um, helping draw out the ideas and the beliefs that are there already. Yeah, definitely. And that really that empowerment piece uh, with that story that you've just said, you know, that she's now become the head of the, of the market uh, and what an incredible story uh, and interesting that, uh, you know, that she was able to stand up and think about what, what was possible and not letting um, those preconceived ideas of what was not possible get in her way, which is certainly uh, an entrepreneurial mindset as well. Yes. Um, I'd love for you to share a bit more about some of the trials and tribulations you may have experienced on the road towards achieving your goals and having the impact that you do with UN Women. Um, so you're, you're asking perhaps about UN Women or more broadly well, more broadly, in terms of just in terms of your role, um, you know, maybe some of the trials and tribulations that you've experienced that have challenged you or yes. challenged your thinking yeah. uh, in your role as uh, at UN Women. Well, I was thinking a little bit about this question and thinking about the fact that, uh, you know, when you work within a voluntary organisation, there are many different people attracted to it for many different reasons. And, you know, that can take some managing, shall we say, some juggling. And what I was thinking about was that for me, one of the important things has always been the relationships that you establish with people. And it's no different for a voluntary organisation like UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand that you get a whole range of people from a whole range of circumstances. And so especially as president, I see that, that one of the challenges for me is to build those relationships, help sustain those relationships but also to focus on our task. So one of my, um, uh, one, one piece of work I did many years ago was working with groups to help them uh, function as a group inside the workplace. And one of the things that we talked about was 
the the dual thing, if you like, that yes, you need the good relationships and you need to focus on the task. And sometimes, you know, people can be very task-oriented and not so good on the relationships. And other people want to focus just on the relationships and that can potentially be at the expense of getting the task or achieving the goals done. So I, I think that's a challenge for a leader is balancing those things out. And for me, it's critical that they are balanced in order to move forward, really. So that would be one of them. And that they're working and that they're working cohesively together, that there's a good balance of the time spent on those relationships and there's a good balance of time spent on the task to fulfil those yes. goals. Is that yes, what you mean? Yes, absolutely, yes. Because I think that if you just focus, if people just focus on the task, if a group just focuses on the task, actually they, they might get the first few tasks done, but if they do nothing to nurture the relationships, actually people will drop off, you know? And similarly, if too much time is spent just focused on relationships and people don't feel like they're able to contribute or they're working towards some goals, then actually they drop out as well because it's not uh, providing enough feedback for people. So I see that as quite a challenge in my current role. Yeah. Hmm. And I guess I'd love to explore, obviously, our relationship and the entrepreneurial women with purpose relationship uh, to UN Women New Zealand started uh, when I first met the vice president uh, of UN Women New Zealand last year and really connecting and, um, you know, understanding what the values of uh, the organisation was, what, uh, what was important to you, the focus projects that you were working on, and then realising that they were something that were important to entrepreneurial women with purpose and you know, seeing that values alignment, how important when you're thinking about your relationships and those partnerships that you're talking about is that values alignment? Um, I think it's critical, actually. And I was thinking about this particular question and thinking what would I say to how important are these um, partnerships that we are working to establish and actually, the answer is probably critical because UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand is, it's, a, it's, it's not a huge organisation, but we have a huge challenge. So, of course, programmes like the one I spoke about, what's fundamental to those programmes is funding, of course, you know, that they can't uh, build a accommodation block for women at the market without some funding. They can't organise a learning centre for those women without sustainable funding. And uh, whilst we have membership, you probably know that most w women's organisations around the world are 
struggling for membership per se. They do have a lot of people who want to become involved or engaged in the work of the organisation, but don't necessarily want to become a member, in inverted commas. But of course, for most of those women's organisations, actually membership subscriptions kind of form a base to sustain the organisation. So really partnerships are fill, filling some of that gap. So that's, that's why I say that they're critical to helping us function and do some of the work that we want to do for the empowerment of women. And really continue that journey of uh, true impact, which is the overall uh, goal of every organisation is to have that impact um, in some way, shape or form. I'd love to explore impact um, with you for a moment and, you know, really what your focus uh, is on your impact for UN Women New Zealand over the next 12 months. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of it's an interesting question to think about and I think for the board of UN Women um, we want to have a, a good profile. We know that if people find out about what UN Women is and what they do then they want to be part of it so part of our challenge, I guess, is to, to make ourselves and our work more well-known so that we can have that impact. Of course, for us, a, a big focus of what we are trying to do is to raise funds to support all those programmes of UN Women we, we like to focus and have a bit of impact in the Pacific because, of course, we are part of the Pacific and also we have so many links in New Zealand with the Pacific in so many different ways, not only the number of Pacific people who are living in New Zealand, living and working and contributing and their links to their own countries in the Pacific. Um, so we, we are right now looking at, say, take the COVID-19 situation. We know that any kind of disaster, including one like COVID-19, with the restrictions that have had to be put into place, families spending a whole lot of time together, more time than they would normally, puts pressure on them. And if certainly if there were already some issues around respect and how people are treated, that violence is one of the outcomes, unfortunately especially violence against women. And so we are just currently exploring how we can 
support some of the women's organisations in New Zealand, as well as our work focused on the Pacific. So those organisations that are focused on eliminating violence against women. And it's wonderful to hear about the projects that UN Women are involved in in New Zealand, as well as the support uh, and impact into the Pacific. Uh, so one last question for you. As I mentioned earlier, we're building a wonderful community of interesting and diverse and status quo challenging leaders uh, and a community of, of women through entrepreneurial women with purpose. What's one call for action that you would like that community to take away from today? Um, mm, there, there might be more than one, actually, but certainly... <laughs> That's okay. But certainly, <laughs> I think I, I would ask them to have a look and see if there is enough alignment of values and purpose for them to consider, could they become a partner of UN Women? Obviously, UN Women is a really strong brand globally, and where companies, organisations partner with UN Women, there's obviously a lot of um, mutual benefit, shall I say, I think the second thing really would be that there is quite a lot of work that we try and do in New Zealand. So, for example, around the Against Women, there's, six, there's a program that starts on the 25th of November through to Human Rights Day on the 10th of November that's focused on eliminating violence against women. And this year we are really hopeful that some of the companies will pick this up. We have approached city councils, and one small thing that is part of that 16 days of activism is orange the world is the term that's used, and it's a, a call to action to orange monuments, logos, what, whatever, actually, to draw attention to the issue of the violence against women and to work towards eliminating that. So I feel sure that the, with all those creative entrepreneurial women that there would be some ideas there around what we could do in New Zealand that we, as UN Women, haven't even thought about so that would be a call for people to think about that and think of creative ways that they might be able to engage in that 16 days of activism later this year. And maybe that's a task that we can put out to the Entrepreneur Women uh, with Purpose community to support in coming up with a solution and, so, and something that we could do uh, as a collective and as an organisation to then prepare something to submit back to UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand. So thank you so much, Suzanne, um, for joining us on Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. It truly is an honour uh, and a privilege to have UN Women 
Aparoa New Zealand involved um, as a as a partnership for entrepreneurial women with purpose. And we thank you. Thank so you much very for your much, time. Catherine. And good wishes to all the women that are doing the podcasts, but also all of those people who are listening in to the Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is proudly sponsored by Hello World Travel, Jaguar, Rind and Dilma Tea, with all of our profit contributed to UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand towards women's economic empowerment into the Pacific Islands. Thank you.